Coming up, want to know if your app idea is going to be successful? Well, you're about to discover how today's guest researches his idea along with the super cool Chrome extension. Also, he shares how he got his initial growth, how changing to a subscription model has helped his business, and lastly, how he found his app developer and now co-founder. All that and so much more. The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Want to scale your ASO and Apple search ads? Well, check out appradar.com. Their clients include Tinder, Microsoft, iTranslate, and many more. Learn more at appradar.com. Looking for a simple way to grow and retain your users? Wildfire incentivizes users to share their favorite apps and earn credits along the way. Learn more at wildfire.software. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content in the app business. And today I've got a phenomenal guest. I apologize to him because I rescheduled a couple of different times due to family conflicts, but we finally got him here. I'm super, super excited to talk to him. His name is Gary Levitt. He is the co-founder and comedian at Future Moments. You can check out their apps if you search for Mic Swap Pro or Audio Fix for Videos. Gary, welcome to the show. Yes, you rescheduled several times because you're such a great dad. <laughs> well, thank you for saying that, Gary. Gary, you're a musician, you know, you're a recording engineer, you're yes. a comedian. Like, how are you able to balance or what made you get into apps? Let's start from there. Um, well, I've been a musician and a recording engineer for many years. I was in a band that did a lot of touring in Europe and the US and uh, I was running a studio and I saw that uh, running a studio was not going to last very long. Not a great career move because the technology is getting more affordable and musicians are more and more recording themselves. And I had an idea for Mic Swap. I had the idea because we'd always record rehearsals with the iPhone. I said, oh, it would be so cool if you could just swipe the microphone over and have a different mic sound. It would be so cool if I could utilize all these microphones I use in the studio in an app. So I had this idea, and then I finally found a great developer that could bring that idea to life. That's awesome. Well, and people who do that, like they're like, oh, I got this great idea. Let me launch it. They're like, Steve, it's not getting that many downloads. How do I grow those downloads? How did you go about promoting MikeSwap? Uh, MikeSwap did a lot of promoting on social media. I did a lot of press releases. Um, it is a very unique app. It was when it came out in the beginning of 2015, it was the first and only mic modeler and recorder on the app store. And it's uh, a really, really good looking app. Like it's gorgeous. Um, I think it being one of a kind really helped. And then what I had to do to get more downloads was there was a regular mic swap version and we had a mic swap pro version, which was uh, $20 where it had all the features and the regular mic swap version. At first we made, I think it was like 99 cents or 2.99 and then you could add on all the features individually. Mm -hmm. And then uh once I made it free and limited some features, then the downloads kind of took off. And then you were just sort of they were just buying the upgrades as it got into the app. Buying the upgrades or just getting the pro version. 
Awesome. Were they searching for the pro version or are you like cross-promoting within the free Mike Swamp? Yeah, cross-promoting. So anytime you went to make an in-app purchase, uh, the full pro version would come up as an option as well. That's very cool. When, as a musician and, you know, musical artist, like how did you get these design skills to like really try to make your app stand out? You mean graphic design skills? Yeah. I mean, when you, when you say like, what makes your app stand out from the others, what makes your app stand out from the others? What did you focus on to make it stand out? Well, mic swap, it really helps that these microphones look gorgeous. You know, we altered them a bit, but you kind of know what they're modeling after. Um, There's a thing called gear porn in audio engineering. Uh And there's just something about audio equipment, especially vintage audio equipment. that just you look at it and you just want to have it. And uh, I've always sensed that whenever I have, you know, tape op magazine, recording magazine subscriptions. So anytime you turn the pages and you see the edge, like, oh, I want that. So yeah. I think that helped that we incorporate a lot of audio visu- visuals of audio equipment in the apps for the gear fo- porn fanatics. Yes. Out there. <laughs> yes. You mentioned you, you actually use social media when you're first launching it. What do you mean by you use social media? You- a lot of Instagram, a lot of Twitter, some Facebook, Facebook hasn't been that great. Like ads? No, not even ads. Just, uh, posting often hashtags, interacting with people, following anybody, following back anybody that follows us, just being real interactive on social media. Very few ads. Were you targeting people who like for an Instagram thing, for example, like, did you know people to target? Did you like recording artists? Like who are you targeting that you would hope that they would start promoting the app to? A lot of recording engineers and just musicians, just people making music. A lot of people are making music on iPads and iPhones, and it's uh, growing and growing. And that's why we call the company Future Moments, because I've always kind of just had an eye for the future. And the name Future Moments is also a reminder to me to look in the future and try to build and create what's not going to be popular now, but what might be popular in a year or two or three. You know, most guests don't want to share this, Gary, but you're willing to do it. Like, what kind of downloads are we looking at? Uh, for Mike Swap? Yeah. I mean, you can go all. <laughs> we can go each one. Yeah, well, <laughs> Mike every... only... <laughs> Swap is only available on iPhone right now. Yeah. And we average like 500 a day. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, Google Play, we've recently launched in a Google Play and we have audio fix for videos there, video master and here boost. We have a bunch of apps. I know it can get a little confusing, maybe overwhelming, but if you have an, if you make videos, if you make audio, just check out future moments because we have an app that'll make your life easier. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Google play. We get a lot more downloads, but it's a very different market. Oh, do you really? That's awesome. Yeah. As you know, it's a very different market, though. Yeah, but like the fact is, like sometimes it's harder to get, you know, the downloads unless you're running ads on Google Play, and so it's like ah, Google sometimes like unless you have a cross promotion ready to go, it's pretty hard to get that traction going. Well, with audio fix for videos on Google Play, we're averaging like six fifty, seven hundred a day. That's awesome. Downloads. I think the trick is to keep keep it a free download. Ah, 
Yeah, you guys got amazing reviews, over thousands and thousands of reviews. That's awesome. Yeah. How are you balancing between like the the com- comedy stuff that you still do and then trying to do, run this business? How do you balance all this stuff? I am kind of a workaholic, but I love what I do. Yeah. So I'm just like, I don't, I just like what I do. So I guess as far as balancing the things that I do, if I feel like playing music, I'll pick up a guitar and start playing music if i uh i just i like working on the apps i like thinking of new ideas i like just sitting down and just trying to think of ideas do nothing but think of ideas well something i do want to get into is the future you said look you can think about what's going to happen in the future i need help with that gary so i'm going to ask you about that but (laughs) me too (laughs) (laughs) you're the guy though You're, you're you're the guy for the future the, well, just because I try does not mean I succeed. Oh, hey, I don't even try. I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> the when you said there was a the strategy that's working for you, you said it was updating, creating more apps, creating new features, and trying a t- ton of different monetization strategies. Let's start with the monetization strategies. You know, I, you kind of alluded to going free and then having the upgrade, the pro version. What other things have you tried from a monetization standpoint? Um, a big help for us was going to a subscription model for some apps. So for Video Master, Audio Fix for Videos, Audio Master, we offer a free download with a subscription model. And then if some people are turned off by subscriptions. Yeah. So if you don't want a subscription, you can buy the pro version, which is the exact same app, except it's a pay one time, own it forever model. But the subscription model, I think, is great for users because if you only if you have a batch of videos that you want to improve the audio of, then you could just for five bucks, you can own the app for three months and use it as much as you want. And then for five bucks, you've like done so much audio post-production that it's so worth it. Yeah, I see the quarterly, six months, and then yearly. And so you're saying, hey, you want you don't want a subscription? Go ahead and get Audio Fix Pro. And that's what what is it, like twenty bucks? Twenty bucks, yeah. Yeah. You can pay the one time twenty bucks or you can have this subscription based plan. I like that. Yeah, I I like that too. And that's helped. I like subscriptions. I like being able to offer uh, any price tier for someone's use. I understand if someone like if you ha- if you're a musician and you have you've finished a record and you just wanna master your the audio of your record you don't need to buy the whole app you just need it for three months you don't even even need it for three months but for five bucks then you can master your whole album and have it for three months are you explaining that within the app at all are you kind of just like hey here's the free it's all subscription if they find the pro great if they don't we don't care either but like once they're in one app we're going to try to get them to pay in this one app well when you go to purchase when you go to export uh, a video or a song, you'll see all the options, w- including Pro. I see. Have you guys done any testing on like the the prices at all? Um, not with the subscriptions. I've put the Pro versions on sale a bunch, mm-hmm. and uh, I find that it doesn't really. I mean, it helps to put it on sale because if you get featured by these websites that list apps for sale, it's extra exposure. Yeah. But I changing the price hasn't really mattered too much. It seems like it's what because our apps are pretty specialized for content creators. So if you're a content creator, 
you're going to want to make your content good. So even though 20 bucks might seem expensive for an app, for what you're getting, it's really, really cheap. How do you convey that? Like, have you guys tried to better convey that? Or is it just like the market just understands the value of Autofix Pro or Mic Swap? Like, hey, they just understand that this is going to cost, you know, hundreds of dollars, but just, just $20. Like, what do you think? You know what I'm getting at with this? I do. I know what you're getting at. Um, I think the layman might think, oh, $20 for an app, that's too expensive. But anyone that creates audio and video, they know that to hire an audio engineer, you're not even going to get them to look at your audio or your video for $20. And that would just be one. Yeah. So it's sort of like the market. Hey, the, the market understands that this is a great price. Although a layman person may not understand this, the market, the target market that you want is understanding that this is a great price. I think for the most part, they yeah, are. I like yeah. it. I like it. The, the other thing I want to talk about is what made you create more? Was it the initial success of Mike Swap that you're like, hey, we got to create more of these? Or like, what? Because you said, you know, this is a strategy that's working for you that you're creating more and more apps. Like, so what made you want to do that? Um, it's fun. <laughs> that's it. For it's fun. There's a use for it. I see a use for it. Um, we have a bunch of ideas in the works. Um, we have more apps coming out and uh, the idea that we have more ideas than we can make happen as fast. And it's just fun. It's fun. Like when you write a song, it's fun for me to see a creation come to life. Yeah. And it's so great to see people getting used out of it. Like a lot it. of podcasters are using mic swap. Cause you could make a podcast just with mic swap and just change podcasts or just do it through mic swap and just record it through yeah. there. You just record through mic swap. You could have every guest use mic swap and then boom, you've got a podcast. And when you have your podcast completed, you could use audio master. You just upload, you import your podcast into audio master. You export it with our podcast preset or use the equalizer. But I should the try podcast this. preset will make it sound so much better. Yeah, I should try this because I feel like I just moved back home because I was like, I don't want to be by my office anymore. And what's you know what's the point of paying for this office? And I feel like it's a little bit echoey in here, you know, like mm. the I'm in the garage right now, and I notice a difference. But some of my friends were like, No, I don't notice that much of a difference. But like that would be interesting. I'm using a road podcaster map, but like I love when people use that like Helix, and it's like. I'm like, oh my goodness, you sound so good, but your voice, real voice kind of sucks, but your, you know, your podcast <laughs> voice sounds great. Right. Well, yeah, give Audio Master a shot. I am going you know, to. You could, you could try it for free and see what you, how you like the sound. You just press and hold compare and you hear the original to what the app is doing for it. Okay. So Audio Master allows me to record on this or does it no, like? No, Audio Master is just post-production. Oh, so that's you, awesome. Yeah. So you just import audio into it. Do you have this in the app store? Yep. Okay. Like the, not just the iPhone app store, but can I do it on my Mac, my Mac? Oh no, it's not a desktop app yet. Okay. Yeah. Only, so only mobile. Audio master is for people who are using mic swap to record and then you put it through audio master and then it'll make it sound really cool afterwards. Yeah. Like but any, any, like when you finish recording this podcast that yeah. we're recording right now, you could mix it down and throw it in Google Drive and then op grab your phone 
and export it from Google Drive into Audio Master. Oh, you know what? I, I always put it on Dropbox because I have a team that takes care of it afterwards. So maybe I should just do that too. Yeah, Dropbox too. It'll any cloud drive app. It'll you can export it right into Audio Master. Really cool. Okay, so I should do all the editing, add the music, do the little intro, and then put it into Audio Master, and it's going to sound beautiful. Totally, it'll love absolutely it. help it. Okay, I love it. I love it. Yeah, and makes it maximum level, also, so it brings it up to the uh, topmost volume. Gary, you're making me step up my game. <laughs> <laughs> When you are coming up with these new app ideas, you you said you have a laundry list of new app ideas. Are you doing any type of research or is it just like, hey, I'm Gary. I know what the market wants. This is what I'm going to create. No, I don't want to. I do. We do research. I don't want to release an app that there's several of them already. What kind of research? I'll research the store. I'll research online. See if anyone's created anything like that already. Do you look at revenue numbers or what are you looking at when you when you see an app that is sort of similar or how do you make that decision? Uh, I do look at revenue numbers. There's a great Chrome plugin that Aptopia put out. Do you, tell? Do you know that plugin? Mm, I th- I've, I've seen other people share it, but tell the audience for me too. Uh, yeah. So if you go to the Chrome extensions uh, site, just search for Aptopia and it's pretty cool because anytime you're op- you open a, uh, another app, whether it's iOS or Google play, on your desktop this is you uh click that little extension that Aptopia extension and it tells you their average 30-day downloads and their average revenue for 30 days do you need their subscription to Aptopia at all not at all it's totally free awesome all right i just downloaded it i mean i can't i I will say for our apps it's pretty accurate (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what i love to hear because you know like my friend told me the same thing because we use sensor tower to look at the data but obviously yep. a little bit harder because we'd have to find the app within sensor tower not just a chrome extension but like he's like yeah it's pretty accurate for my stuff too i mean that's the only way i can tell if it's accurate right or not <laughs> yeah that's cool so i'm gonna link that up into the show notes so that people can check it out too what else are you doing i love this topic uh as far as market oh as far as research yeah Mainly that, mainly trying to come out with an app that isn't already out. That's the main thing. And I think that's why we've been successful is because our apps are pretty uh, one of a kind. I see. And is your co-founder a developer? Is that how you're being yeah. able to? All right, cool. Yeah. So he handles all the app, app development and stuff. And he's also a musician, which was like so important. How'd you guys find him? I mean, do you guys just know each other already? No, I... Uh, went to it when i had the idea from mike swap i went to a coffee shop every day and i went through the app store and anybody that had a recording app or even a voice changing app i emailed probably 250 developers to try to find the right person and uh eventually i video skyped with some and when i video skyped with uh, my partner it just kind of he saw the vision and we just hit it off and we've been working together great ever since what did you guys do in terms of, I'm going to get a little business geeky, but what did you guys do in terms of partnership where you're like, Hey, let's sign this agreement. We go 50, 50, anything like that. It's been, it's been a constant evolving yeah. thing. Cause at first he was less involved and I had a partner and then that partner, uh, got dissolved. So it's been constantly evolving, but now we're 50, 50 with everything. That's very cool. That's very yeah. cool. Okay. I'm going to get a little geeky Gary. And I'm going to take it to a, 
another different direction outside of the app cell. The comedy cool. stuff. Ah. I love comedy. I'm a huge fan of comedy. I listen to like a ton of comedy podcasts. Like if you were teaching a comedy school and I'm one of your students, right? Like, are there any like tips that you have or like, I don't know. I don't know if this is a crappy question either, but I'm like, I want to learn. I want to learn more about some of this stuff. Stand up comedy. Sure. Any type of comedy. Yeah. The, the best way to do stand up comedy is go. to just go to an open mic and do it. Uh, stand-up comedy is really tricky. It's not like being funny with your friends. People think, oh, I'm funny. My friends think I'm funny. Right. Stand-up comedy is different than that because you have to get on stage and you have to convince a room full of strangers that not only are you funny, but that they like you. And you have about 10 seconds to do that. I don't understand why in comedy, but to find someone funny, you also have to like them. If mm. someone doesn't like you, then they're not going to laugh at your jokes. Did you just get into it? Like, tell me about how you got into comedy. Um, well, I did a lot of touring as a musician. I just kind of got tired of being in a band. And um, I always loved stand-up comedy, but I was always afraid to yeah. try it. Mm -hmm. And then one day I just signed up for an open, I signed up for an open mic here in New York City where you had to pre-sign up. And I knew I'm like, okay, if I pre-sign up and I have to go, I'll go. But I knew if I went to an open mic where I just sign up there and throw my name in a bucket, I might chicken out and just leave. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I'll sign up and I'll just go and I'll do it. And I had some jokes written. I had like maybe what I thought was three minutes of jokes. <laughs> and uh, I went up and I did it. And that first laugh that I got, I was just so hooked. That's awesome. That's awesome. How I only laugh at the three minutes because, you know, I have heard other comedians talk about like, I thought I had like 15 minutes. It turned out to be five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So it's real. It's really humbling. I mean, like when you like bombing is mm -hmm. so painful, it is so humiliating. And uh, I've, after a while, you realize that everybody bombs, even great comedians bomb. Sometimes there's so there's so many variables with audience, with if someone squeaks a chair right when you drop the punchline. Uh, there's just so many variables that can go wrong that you can have a joke that you know works, but then nine out of t that one out of ten times it won't work. You know, I love speaking to you, and this is one of the reasons why I was so excited about speaking with you. Is we kind of talked about this before we hit record, but I'm going through this thing where like. You know, my real passion was always to be like a game show host, Gary. Like, I, I think I could be funny, but not in a stand-up comedy way, but more in like a like a Conan way where, you know, you, you're vibing off of somebody and then you can make quick like riffs and off each other. I think yeah. I can do that better than just going up there and trying to talk and make jokes. Mm -hmm. But like, how do you, like this passion of mine, so I'm starting this new show, this new like YouTube podcast. This has done well, but I don't want to be known as the app guy my whole entire life. I want to take this where I want to interview entrepreneurs and just talk about more like a mini biography and then also like play games with them. So I really love yeah. when, you know, Fallon does that with his celebrity guests. So that's where I want to take it, but I don't know how to balance it. I almost feel like Gary, I got to stop with this app stuff, like do something with this app business no, and then start can't. doing You're this. Too helpful. I listen to your podcast. I watch your videos. Oh, thanks, you've, helped, man. you've helped future moments immensely. 
Thanks. I appreciate that. I didn't, I had no idea. <laughs> you really have like a lot. But how do you balance it? Because I feel like one needs to end before another one begins. You know, I don't think so. I, I don't agree with that. I think you could do both simultaneously. How do you I do think, it? Well, I'll spend some hours on the computer or on my phone doing promotion and then I'll get sick of it. And then I'll go do a comedy show that night or even just pick up the guitar and start singing and playing. And then I'll do that until I'm tired of it. And then I'll be like, ah, I want to like go market again. And then I'll get back on the computer or the phone and I'll start marketing the apps again. For me, it all balances out each other. I really like what you Sorry, if I was doing all one thing all day and night, I think I'd get burned out on it. Yeah, I really like what you said. You're like, hey, if I feel like doing this, I'm going to do this. I really like that mindset. It's so simple, but it's like groundbreaking at the same time. Well, you're an entrepreneur. You make your own hours. (laughs) Right. So we should take advantage of that. That is true. All right, Gary. So the big question, what's 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 the future like for the app store? What's in Before store for the future? On, I want. I want yeah. to. Say, I think what you should do. Yeah. Is if you want to riff off of people and not necessarily write jokes, you can go to a stand-up comedy open mic and just talk to the audience. Be like, "Hey, what's your name?" Or, "Hey, where are you from?" And then try to make jokes out of that. Ah. You know like that's, that. that's called crowd work. Yeah, yeah. And it's, no. a, it's a really good muscle to exercise. You know what I like with, I don't know if you know of Doug Benson, but I really yeah. like his show where all he does is play games with other comedians. Like I can see myself doing something like that where I just come up with a random bunch of games and then we throw in comedy involved. Like we try to make it funny, obviously, but like that's what I love doing. Yeah, yeah. That, that could be totally fun. That's a good idea, Gary. All right. I'll come on that podcast. <laughs> Once I get brave enough to do, actually do a show like that. <laughs> uh, when I'm in New York, I'm going to come see your show. When, when does it happen? Well, we do a show every Sunday that I'm one of the producers of, but I do shows uh, all over clubs and bars. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, man. That's so awesome. Well, if you're out in you know, California, definitely let me know too. Okay, I did do a little West Coast tour uh, two or three years ago, but uh, didn't know you then. <laughs> well, when I'm in New York, definitely, I will definitely hit you up. For definitely that. do. Definitely. All right. The all right. So the and I've got your name. I'm gonna mark that that podcast. So don't worry. I'm gonna you. I'll come first full circle. I'll come. Okay. <laughs> I'll talk to you about other things. Great. I'd be honored to be a guest on your podcast. <laughs> oh wait, I am a guest on your podcast. <laughs> this other one. This one's okay. This one's already popular. The other one. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> the all right. The last thing. Hit me with the the future. Where do you think the apps are going? Like. Obviously, subscriptions working well for you. People have said, you know, I've heard some mixed stuff about subscriptions. A friend of mine said, we tried subscription for three months. We actually made more money with in-app purchases. What are you thinking about the future of the App Store? Subscriptions are good for us because it provides more stability. You kind of know what revenue you're going to be getting. Uh, where in where in-app purchases and just purchases you know, it could you a competitor can come out tomorrow and then all of a sudden there's a huge drop. Yeah. So I like subscriptions. For us, it's just releasing more apps and keep updating and improving the apps that we already have. That's, and then how are you guys balancing off the new ones that you want to create? Is it like, hey, we've got enough? Is it a roadmap? Is it like, hey, we have to add a new app? How do you guys figure that out? 
we try to do what excites us first. And it's exciting for us to create a new app, especially if there's nothing else out there like it. And so we have one that's in the works right now that's pretty close to finished. And there's nothing in the store like it. I love it. I love it. And that's do, exciting. Do you want to tell us what the, the name of it is? Or you no, know I, I can't because if I tell you the name, it's going to kind of give it away. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, when, when we came out with MicSwap, it was the only one. And then IK Multimedia, which is a pretty big company, came yeah. out with one uh, like eight months or a year after. And it didn't really affect our sales, but it looks so similar that it just made it a little less special for for me. Yeah. Hey, the, one last thing I will ask you is, you said that Google Ads and Facebook Ads did not work for you. Yeah. What happened? I have a hard time with the Google Ad portal. It's just too, I cannot, it's too much for me. Yeah, you're not the only one with that problem. Oh, good, because I feel really <laughs> dumb when I try to figure that out. People are like, what is going on? I have no idea. <laughs> All I want to do is advertise our apps on mobile Android devices. And it's I cannot figure out how to do that. Was it just a, when you say it didn't work, was it just too costly for install or something else happened? Uh, too costly for install. Also, because all of our apps on Google Play are free downloads. I see. That, that it's very easy to get your budget eaten up quickly. The um, Apple search ads... The basic one is so great for apps that are like ours that are $20 because you could choose to pay no more than even $10 per install and you just end up getting a lot of impressions. You know you're not going to lose money on that. Oh, awesome. So you ran the Apple search ads with the basic and said, hey, don't go over this price and that's working. They're, they're handling everything else for you pretty much. Yeah, they handle everything. But with the free apps, I have to be careful. I use I use a bit of both, but um, it's very easy to lose a lot of money if you're not careful with what you're bidding and your caps Love it. on Gary, Apple search ads. Anything I miss that you want to make sure we cover? Um, no, I think uh, cool. I can't think of anything. I think we covered everything. I love it. Well, Gary, before we hit the big finish, I do want to thank my sp sponsor, AppRadar.com. Look, I've reviewed a lot of ASO tools, and AppRadar is a tool that I've actually known for a long time, and they've done a lot of iterations. And what they have done really well is when you're trying to really optimize your ASO workflow. So if you're in um, the market and you're localizing, you have all these different markets, like 26 different markets that you're going after, and you need to update screenshots or update ASO and your app titles for all these different markets. Well, AppRadar makes it so stinking simple for you to do just that. You rather than going into app Apple or Google and kind of hitting all the drop downs, you can do it on one single place through AppRadar. That's what they really specialized in. And they've done a lot of work with their keyword research so that now all you have to do is put in your couple of apps and then boom, they're going to do some of that keyword research for you. They're going to tell you which keywords are most relevant, which one has the traffic, which ones you should go after. So go check them out. They have a free plan that just recently launched. Check them out at appradar.com. Check out the free plan. They're so stinking confident that you're going to love it that you, they're like, hey, check it out. It's free. And so it's got a lot of great features. And what I talked to Thomas, the CEO, he said, look, we want our free plan to be better than any of the ASO tools paid plans. So once again, it is appradar.com. Go sign up for that free plan. And if you talk to anybody, let them know you heard it on this very podcast. 
Gary, this has been absolutely amazing, but let's go this to the- so surreal for me because yeah. I listen to your podcast, but now I'm inside your podcast. <laughs> well, thanks, Gary. I had no especially, idea that you even listen. I, I do, of course. It's helped a lot. And especially hearing you read the ad, I'm like, whoa, this is happening live. I'm not <laughs> listening to it. <laughs> I, I, I'm too lazy to, <laughs> to record. That's why I do it live. Everything I do is because I'm too lazy to do anything the other, the probably the alternative way. <laughs> I, it's actually uh, pretty, it's more a productive way to do it. Yes. You put it off, it'd be more work. And you're in the groove. You have the mojo. You just did it. You knocked it out the park. I love it. Well, thank you, Gary. Gary, give us one app we definitely have to check out. Depends what you do. If you're if you make videos on your phone, check out Video Master or Audio Fix for videos to get rid of some noise and boost the volume. Um, just go to the app store and search for future moments because uh, you'll see all of our apps there. And we have an app that'll make your life easier and your production so much better. I can't wait to start using some of these apps myself. Gary, going philosophical a little bit, like what's a lesson that took you the longest to learn? Oof, lesson that took me the longest to learn, that I have to keep learning lessons again, the same ones, I think. <laughs> you know uh, what I, have, I... I don't know if that's app specific, probably it's somewhere like, I'll be like, oh, right. I know I learned this a couple of years ago, but I'm relearning it again. No, it, this question, I stole it from I stole it from Oprah, but it's more, it doesn't have to be app specific. One thing I learned recently was like, keep challenging yourself. Sometimes I got into a point where my business was just flowing. I'm like, oh, this is so good. Like, you know, I'm just riding this, right? And a little, I hit a little wave. And I'm like, oh, I should think about new ways that I can iterate and become better and think of new ways to promote or other things. So that's a lesson I, I recently learned myself. Yeah. Uh, get comfortable in uh, a zone where you're not comfortable. Exactly. Love that's it. the place of growth. Exactly. So the website, if you want to check out all of Gary's apps, if you're a content creator, it is future-moments.com, future-moments.com. Again, Mike Swap and Audio Fix for videos if you want to check out some of those apps. Gary, if the audience wants to connect with you personally, you want to send them anywhere else? Just one of the app stores or our website, or you can email me, Gary at MikeSwap.com. That's awesome. Gary, this was phenomenal. I'm so excited that we got to talk. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this. Thank you, Steve. This is a pleasure and an honor. Oh, thanks. And thank you all for listening. I'll see you at the next chat. Thanks for listening to the App Masters Podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.